Have you ever explored the magic of baking? Baking has a transportive quality that takes you into the past. Perhaps a childhood memory of baking chocolate chip cookies for the first time, or baking brownies for a high school club fundraiser. As a mindful practice, baking calls us to explore our sense of smell and drop into the present moment. The aroma of citrus, cinnamon, nutmeg, cardamom, pecans, or espresso has a powerful nostalgic quality. Find the secret soothing quality of baking. In this podcast, community organizer and chief inspiration officer, Justin Rudd, motivates us to explore baking as an innovative, creative practice that shares joy with those we love. He offers tips using technology to curate recipes and research the ingredients and precise process to the soothing practice. Check out Justin Rudd's amazing photography of those baking creations at justinrudd.com slash baking. I'm Ellie Lund. I will be your host on JoyScore, offering tips and tools in health, fitness, and mindfulness. And here is the wonderful, amazing Justin Rudd. Hi, welcome to JoyScore, offering tips and tools in health, fitness, and mindfulness. I am Ellie Lund. I will be your host today, and I have the honor of interviewing Justin Rudd. Justin is the Chief Officer for the Community Action Team, and he manages over uh, posts for over 63,000 fans. He's very vivacious and energetic, and he's a community organizer that highlights social justice issues as well as environmental issues. I feel that Justin is the glue that keeps our city together. He keeps it grounded in joy and traditions. I've witnessed uh, many of his um, amazing activities for my children and my pets and has just inspired me to just follow him in terms of what he's doing lately, which I'm very intrigued by. And uh, he is baking. <laughs> and the recipes that he's baking are absolutely phenomenal. So I just wanted to share that with our listeners. Thank you, Justin, for being here. Thank you for having me. So, um, Justin, just to get started, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your idea behind the baking, how it all started, and uh, where you are with it. Sure. So I guess taking it way back when I was a teenager growing up in Southeast Alabama, actually a kid, um, my mom had a cookbook um, in the above the, the stovetop, and it had a recipe in there for chocolate chip cookies. And I liked to just get that cookbook out and make that recipe from time to time. But that was about the only thing that that I was good at was those chocolate chip cookies. And then later uh, after college, a friend and I, Tamara was her name back in Dothan, Alabama. We used to get together every now and then every few weeks and make chocolate chip cookies, a different recipe that, that she had. And then when I moved to California um, about 24 years ago, um, I lived in a very small apartment, so I never cooked. The kitchen was tiny. There just wasn't much space to do any of that. I was never really interested in cooking. I ate out all the time. Um, but the, uh, just about three years ago, I, my partner and I, Ralph, we purchased a house and we had a great kitchen, very spacious. And I started baking um, and I would bake something. It seemed like every week or two. 
And then we moved uh, two years or a year ago to the house that we're currently in. It's even a larger kitchen. Um, and I just have picked up the habit, especially during COVID, of baking. And I've been uh, so I've been baking for just under three years. Just under three years. Wow. <laughs> that it gives me a lot of kudos. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I just wanted to share some of the amazing recipes that I've seen online. And then if I could just pick your brain, Justin. Mm -hmm. So the most, the latest ones were pecan pie bars, braided lemon cheese, Danish, chocolate orange brownies with a chocolate hazelnut frosting. I mean, just saying these just <laughs> makes me, like, brings me joy. Macadamia night, uh, macadamia nut white chocolate blondies. And, um, oh, here's one of my favorites, chocolate dipped brown butter churro donuts. Yes. So, <laughs> just an array, just an array. So tell me a little bit about the process that you go through to find the recipes and how do you kind of like um, figure out what to make next and right. how are you experimenting? <laughs> well, first, let me tell you, almost everything that I'm making is a first time effort. It's rare that I will repeat a recipe. Um, I mean, I, I do chocolate chip cookies. That's a standard for me. I've always loved those. But um, most of these, the ones that you just mentioned, I've never made any of those before. Um, and I just go online and I have a few different, um, blogs or Instagram people that I follow and I will see a image, uh, of their baked goods. And I'll say, gosh, that looks good. It, it looks tasty. It visually looks good. And I think I'm going to give that one a shot. Let me look at the recipe and I'll, scan through the recipe and the ingredients. And I'll say, yep, I have all of those things in my pantry or in my refrigerator. Let's get going. And I think an important part about baking is you've got to have the ingredients because oftentimes the recipes will say, yep, you need a teaspoon of, um, let's say almond extract. Like who has almond extract in their, yeah. in their cabinet? But I do because um, it's, it is a flavor that I enjoy. Um, so I happen to, I have, bought it and I, I keep it on hand all the time. So, or um, like cocoa powder, like this recipe was calling for a, a black cocoa powder. I'm thinking, what is black cocoa powder? I've never even heard of it. And so I looked up on um, Amazon and I ordered a jar of black cocoa powder and it literally is black, but it's uh, cocoa powder. Wow. And it also entails like I've seen very different kind of like pans, like for their madeleines oh. and, you know, the donuts and the bagels. And can you tell me a little bit about that? Are you just researching online? Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I, I've always seen madeleines in um, bakeries and I'm thinking, how did they get that shape? Right. Um, I mean, all I have is just a flat baking pan and then a little more looking into it. And I said, that's a pan designed to make that particular thing, a madeleine. It's kind of like a, um, a seashell shape on the bottom side. And then the top part of a madeleine is supposed to have a little bump on it or a hump. Uh, it's, that, that's what they're known for. Um, so I ordered it off of Amazon and, you know, I, we happen to have one of those accounts where you get the pan the next day and the same, wow. yeah, the same with the baked donuts. 
Um, I, I've experimented making fried donuts, which I love, just like Krispy Kreme does, and then baked donuts, which you have to have a, a specific baking pan um, to make those. And I ordered those on Amazon as well. And I mean, I don't intend to make baked donuts or Madeleines every week, but, you know, once or twice a year when I have uh, inkling to make those recipes, I'll, I do now have those pans. Yeah. And what, what I appreciate is that, like, I would be afraid of messing something up, like, <laughs> like, or what, what even to use, but what I, what really inspires me is that you just go for it. You're like, oh yeah, let's just give this a try. And, and you kind of record the process. Can you tell us a little bit <laughs> about the recordings and what you're recording and videotaping? Yeah, sure. So, you know, like I said, I'm doing most of these recipes for the very first time and I am learning as I am going, um, just like we all do in life. And so sometimes I just want to engage people who follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so I will make a one minute video and like I'm in the middle of making, um, I don't know, uh, yesterday, the uh, pecan pie bars. And so I just made a video of me pulling the uh, the 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 crust of the pecan bar out of the oven and then pouring in the uh, the mixture which is the the filling the pecan pecan bar filling and then putting it back into the oven and it's just a one minute little snippet of what it takes for me to make something right and I think that's the part that I found so inspirational because I was like oh this what wow, I thought you needed like a whole like baking kitchen and everything. And just seeing you just gives, motivates me to even try it. Yeah. Um, and I always was like, Justin, I just wish I was like your neighbor. So I could <laughs> smell this constantly. Your house would smell amazing, right? Yes. Could and usually it, it seems uh, in the afternoon is when I get this urge to, to make something. And especially during COVID for me, and for what I do on a day-to-day -day basis uh, outside of COVID is producing events, um, contests and projects here in the city of Long Beach. And so during COVID, there are no events. The city is not allowing them because of safety concerns. So I have a lot of extra time. I've been reading a lot. So I've been baking a lot. And it seems like in the afternoon is when I take time to, um, to gear up to make a recipe. And sometimes, you know, the night before I'll, I'll be scanning through Instagram or a, a recipe online. I'll say, yep, I need, oh, it says uh, cream cheese at room temperature. Um, and you need 36 ounces, which is a lot. Uh, you know, if you're going to make a cheesecake, you need a lot of cream cheese and it has to be at room temperature in order to get the, the correct texture as your end product. And so that is something like in the very early morning, I'll have to take it out of the refrigerator and put it on the counter and let it come to room temperature so that it's ready in the afternoon. So it, it does sometimes take some sort of preparation. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I see this just really kind of like helping you not just like organize your time, but just like also having a goal, the next, the next day's goal or the next couple of days goal and what you're going to and really kind of enlivening the intention because that's something that we struggle. I was talking to a friend about it um, during COVID is just how do we keep going and excited and especially without the reinforcements now with everyone coming back um, in terms of restaurants and things, we'll have some of those reinforcements, but this is just so positive. 
You know, I um, when I'm looking online at various re recipes, and I will save them into a folder, a bookmark folder on my computer or on my, oh. my Google device, my Google Home device. I have a recipe book there uh, with all of the things that I've been making. Um, and if I see something, I'll put it in the, uh, the Google Home device. And I also have one of those at my kitchen, in my kitchen. So when I'm baking, I usually just read the recipe right off the Google Home um, display and just follow it oh. word for word. Um, it's like a chemistry experiment. You've got to put exactly one egg, exactly one eight ounce pack of cream cheese, exactly half a teaspoon of uh, vanilla extract, those kinds of things. You just have to be, you have to follow that recipe precisely. Yeah, that's such a grounding experience in terms of mindfulness because you have to be really present in the moment and just focused on exactly what you're doing you do. right, in the process. And what is funny, even <laughs> even like yesterday, I was making these pecan pie bars and I'm reading through the recipe and it says, oh yeah, add you know, two cups of flour. And so I put the two cups of flour and then, and then a little bit later it said one egg and I put in an egg and I'm thinking, did I put in the sugar? I don't recall if I put in the sugar. <laughs> You know, I was, I was kind of spacing out and then um, and then it comes to me and there's a quarter cup uh, measuring cup on the counter. And no, there wasn't any. There were no remnants of sugar in that cup. So I said I didn't. And then I I made it work. Thankfully, <laughs> you got to stay focused. You got to be mindful. Yeah. yeah, totally. So can you tell us a little bit about like. One, what was your all-time favorite recipe? You were like, oh my God, this is so good. I have to do this one again. Right. So very, um, well, donuts, uh, actually those uh, churro donuts were pretty great um, and and uh, easy. And uh, also um, the, the bagels, I always have gone to bagel shops and bakeries and ordered bagels and cream cheese. I'm thinking, God, um, that must be difficult to make since they have a whole shop dedicated just to bagels. And then I I was looking on a YouTube video and I said, I can do that. And so I just made my own bagels and they were delicious. And, a, and you cannot beat a bagel that is fresh uh, out of the oven, uh, like, like wow. within an hour, those are the best ones. So those, but I think my all time favorite might even be, it's a copycat recipe for a corner bakery, cinnamon cream, um, coffee cake. Um, oh, yes. yeah, they have them there. And I, I think they're 20 or something dollars and they're, they are so oh, good. Uh, and I, yeah. yeah. And I found a copycat recipe. You just uh, put in the Google search copycat recipe, corner bakery, cinnamon cream cake, and it'll pop up. And I gave it a shot and it, it was, it was a, a copycat. It was delicious. So Wow. I've been able to make uh, a few times. I probably made that particular one five times. Um, and then also the pecan bars. That's the, in fact, I made those last month. It's just one of those things. That I really love the, the taste of pecans. Uh, one pie. Yeah, it's so, yeah. And it's so Southern. It's very right? Southern. I mean, you know, growing <laughs> up um, in Alabama, pecans are, they grow there. So everybody, or not everybody, a lot of people have a pecan tree in their yard. We had a pecan tree in our yard. Uh, my grandmother had uh, trees in her yard, but my sister sent me some pecans from Alabama. And those are the ones that I toasted and used in those recipes. 
Oh, that sounds divine. And I've even seen things as complex as tiramisu. Like that was one of your first ones. Yeah. Tiramisu tiramisu is something that I, you know, I go to, uh, used to eat out a lot on second street before COVID and I would order a tiramisu as a dessert from a restaurant, you know, growing up, um, coffee was not my thing. In fact, I've never had a cup of coffee, um, but I like the taste wow. of coffee desserts, like coffee ice cream oh. or even coffee candy. Um, and even a lot of my recipes, I'll put a teaspoon of espresso powder, uh, like in my chocolate chip cookie recipe. I just add a teaspoon or two teaspoons of espresso powder. So I like that coffee flavor. Um, but tiramisu is something that I, that I also thought was like, how do they do that? And they use this this cheese called uh, mascarpone cheese. And I'm thinking, what in the world is that? And where do you even find that? <laughs> yeah. It's like like I went into the grocery store and I had to ask them, do you have it? And they said yes. And they pointed to where it was. And then it right. it, it is it's not terribly difficult to make a tiramisu, but it, it is um, it's, it's a series of steps, obviously, that you have to follow very closely. But it, the result is delicious. Yes. And our listeners are probably wondering, with so much baking, what are you doing with all of these beautiful assortments <laughs> of baking? Exactly. Goods? So um, uh, typically I will eat a cookie or two or three or a bar or two or three or a piece of cake or, or two. And the rest I give away. Um, neighbors have uh, graciously taken um, some of my baked goods. Um, friends who come by. We're in the middle of um, a sock drive for homeless um, in the Long Beach area, and we collect about 14,000 pairs of socks. And people have been dropping socks off at my door and at my garage, and, and agencies have been picking up socks uh, to take to the clients that they serve who are homeless. And um, the, the last few days, in fact, uh, and even today, several people are coming by, and I'm giving them pecan pie bars just as a thank you. So I'm able to, to share um, the baking. Yeah. You also mentioned, uh, I think, was it a rehabilitation home close mm-hmm. by for the elderly that you were putting some things together? Yes. For them? So one day I made um, some orange uh, cupcakes and uh, with a, and an orange frosting on top of the cupcakes. And, you know, as a baker, I can eat one or two cupcakes, but after that, I don't want any more. Um, and then I end up with, you know, 20 cupcakes. I'm thinking, what do I do with 20 cupcakes? And uh, <laughs> my friend um, has uh, overseas two homes uh, where uh, seniors live, uh, you know, their older years of their life. And I said, can you take some of these and, and give to your clients? And she said, yes. And so um, she took them and, and one lady loved them in particular. And she is now on um, uh, hospice. And she was had a request for another orange cupcake, you know, a few weeks later. And so I obviously made some, some more orange cupcakes and we got them over there and she enjoyed another one. So I... I don't know how long um, she's going to uh, stay living on this earth, but um, she loves her orange cupcakes and I'm, it makes me happy. It gives me joy to be able to share like that. Ah, oh, that's so yeah. beautiful. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, that reminds me of my dad, who's also elderly. He's um, mm. in his 80s and recently yeah. had a heart attack. And um, I was telling you that um, while this was happening, my son happened very early in the morning and my son got up and he started baking brownies. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that um, baking has is tied to memory, you know, the factory sense and, you know, it just brings you back to like really soothing memories, perhaps of your childhood or just kind of like just cinnamon and nutmeg and those kind of like wonderful fall wow. flavors that kind of like bring us peace and joy. Yeah. Well, gosh, Justin, thank you so much for sharing all these. I'm, I hope everyone's psyched to like go on your Facebook and check some of these recipes out. You, you include some of the recipes. From time right? to time. Um, the, the uh, you know, I've probably got, I don't know, 50 to a hundred different photographs of things that I have baked. And on most of those, I am not putting the recipe. Um, my intention is not to be a recipe book for people. Um, it is a, uh, it's just a way for me to, um, to learn a skill, um, to use a talent that God has given me to share um, something tasty with other people. Um, and hopefully one, and in the back of my mind, this is my dream. Um, I want to open a bakery one day and hire people who are down on their luck, who are coming out of jail, who are, struggling to keep a job because they don't know a skill, teach them a skill, teach them some business um, sense, teach them to uh, ways to mingle with their customers um, and, uh, you know, give employment to people and some, some money to help some people. Um, but then give baked goods to uh, people in our community that love them and that want to come and support those people who are working there. That's my overall dream. Um, and making these recipes and fashioning these things is in the back of my mind, a step closer towards that dream. Yes, that's awesome. I love that. That's why you're the chief inspiration <laughs> officer. <laughs> inspire, inspire, inspire. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for being with us today. I hope everyone's inspired to check out your recipes. By the way, the photography of these desserts are just <laughs> Yeah, they, if you go on justinrudd.com slash baking, you can see all the pictures. And, and that's another one of my uh, one things that I enjoy is photography. So I'm able to combine my love of photography, my love of baking, um, and put it out there. So I hope you enjoy. Give me some, give me some likes on the ones that, that appeal to you. And maybe one day those things will appear in a bakery uh, on the street corner near you. That sounds <laughs> awesome. Hey, Justin, can you share a little bit more contact sure. information? So if you just want to check out my website uh, for all of the events, activities, contests, and projects that I organize, it's justinrudd.com. Um, if you want to check me out on Facebook, it's just uh, facebook.com slash Justin Rudd. And then on Instagram, it's instagram.com slash Rudd.Justin. So it's kind of backwards. Justin Rudd was already taken. Um, and then again, for the baking, it's justinrudd.com slash baking. Um, yeah, I'll include those in our uh, okay. uh, show notes. Yeah, for sure. Thank you My so pleasure. much. And uh, links links to all of those as well. Uh, thank you, Justin, for all the work you're doing for our community and for these wonderful oh, inspirations. Quite They're welcome. Just great.